Welcome to the Meme Ranch. This Saturday, May 7th, the sky is falling. Elon Musk is in is on SNL, and I'm here with Officer K and M. Nike Shalaman, and I am Xvala. What's good, everyone? How's it going? Welcome to the Meme Ranch Space Edition, because, wow, there's, there's <laughs> so much freaking space news happening, like, on a Saturday night, right? <laughs> it's a galactic amount. Yeah, it's I, it's I I feel like it's staged. <laughs> I feel like the federal government was like, let's give him something to 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 distract him. Like galactic amount. <laughs> like we need we need people to you know keep keep their minds off the pandemic, and we need them to focus on something that's just going to be like really entertaining. Are we going to be thematically focused on any memes in particular, or just ideas that are floating around online, more or less? I think tonight we're going to be kind of just like, you know, I mean, Elon Musk is, you know, you know, the meme CEO himself, you know, like, so Mm -hmm. I think, I think, I think that's sort of like one of the overarching subjects here, but I think space just in general is kind of a meme, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's been a meme since the cave drawings, you know, it's like, you know, it's like the, the, you know, it's like mimicking whatever you see in the sky, you know? So right now that's trending in space is the Chinese debris falling to earth. They're actually tracking it live and then Elon at the same time simultaneously on the other side of the world is in New York right guys yeah like and it's funny enough is that one of the speculated like spots where this uh, space debris like could fall was actually New York was one of the locations that they were predicting uh, could be a potential spot but they said uh, like scientists said um, basically this is not going to be something that we'll be able to know exactly where the true um, terra firma like landing point is going to be until just like an hour or two before it I saw on my hits, Instagram hits the ground if it hits the ground there's a cyber truck driving around Manhattan how awesome and epic would that have been <laughs> for Chinese space debris to fall into Manhattan <laughs> onto a cyber truck just like hits to see if the window breaks <laughs> <laughs> that'd be the ultimate like marketing wouldn't you feel right like there? Elon arranged that shit somehow somehow <laughs> I think I think it's also really important to note, just uh, in case, like anyone. I know a couple people who are super anxious about space. Uh, the likelihood of this falling into ocean, obviously, I think most people know that is duh. is duh. You know, right. it's 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 kind of that's what we're we're seeing right now is that it's likely going to be like over some body of water, and maybe some spectators will get to see some lights. This guy on Agenda Free YouTube, we were watching him do the coverage, and he kept saying it's going to fall to Perth. It's going to fall to Perth, and I. I swear, I was I was hearing Earth. I'm like, yeah, it's gonna fall to Earth, of course. Do you want to do you want to watch this uh, clip real quick from CBS? It's like a minute, let's eighty seconds. Let's just show our audience exactly from M. Nike. Yeah, sounds from, good. From from, from the news source. The heads, truth. Up, heads up, everybody. The, the truest news source. CBS. I thought it was certified BS. <laughs> no. I want to know why they call it litter litter machine. Why is it called Long March? Yeah, whenever I first saw the name Long March, I was. It calls to mind Long March to the institutions to me. Yeah, like it's not a good thing. Yeah, like it has kind of like a sinister. Yeah, collective like. It just sounds communist. Like America, like we name our rockets like Dragon, you know, like Falcon, you Big know, Falcon, like, yeah, <laughs> Big Falcon rocket. Like cool stuff that like actually flies. 
Predictions for the long <laughs> actually fly. It doesn't fall back to Earth. I can already see the comments in this one. You guys don't even know what you're talking about. It's falling back to Earth because it's done its job and all that BS. <laughs> My guys work with this here. So it's it's really not something. It's anyone's guess. Peter Griffin's telling you to watch out. See, my God, he's gotten older. Lois, there's a giant Chinese rocket coming straight to Earth. Why is Brian in control of the rocket? Hopefully, it lands on the entire nation of people that sound like Stewie. Yeah. What nation is that? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dang! <laughs> the, 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 the place. I'll be in the other room for a minute. <laughs> oh, that's kind of loud, guys. Oh yeah, that was a little bit loud. It's not even what we want to watch. Hey, hell, people! Did well, you have an examiner article you were gonna sample for this? Also? Oh yeah, I was. I was. I was gonna sample that, but also I kind of wanted to check and see uh, what this guy's live stream was kind of telling us because this is the dude that we were watching earlier, um, who was kind of telling us that the rocket was like over Perth. Right before it was like over Greece before, and that's what they were saying. And there, here we go. And I'll 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 just preface this like this guy's been like going on and on about like how um, this thing could have already hit the ocean. Like everyone keeps like supposing like we don't even know if this thing's still in the sky right now. Damn that feed. And right now it's nine forty-five Central Time. That's where we're at. Um, so yeah, like ten forty-five on the East Coast. Oklahoma. In Oki. So yeah, just a little bit of background right there for us. On the meme oh, ranch, meme ranch time, meme ranch time. Yep. This is the celestetrack.com tracker. You can get it at celestetrack.com. Will we see any? Is that too loud? Does it sound okay? Capture a video. I think it's perfect. And prove that it's still in the air. We want perfect. perfect. Will we see it? I feel like it's not in the air at this point. Like I think we would know, right? We'll find. Yeah, out I don't think it's in the air either. I'm actually gonna check a little bit of like a, of a cheat sheet right now to see. I think the headline would be much better if it said communist right, rocket instead guys. of it's Chinese passing. rocket. If it's in the air, so the Aerospace Corporation right now. Um, it's about to pass over Perth. Let's see. One there second. you go. Damn, Earth is Look at that. lit. Well, maybe somebody out there I don't know what we're looking at here. This right is something that, that somebody sent me. Is this to the world Is that what it is, is right still, there? No, that's like, uh, is, that, is that just like there's a There's Hawaii right up there, but take your cursor is to the left. Is someone posting that video right now? I don't know. It is now right here? passing No, 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 up from there. there up, yep, that's Hawaii. That's Hawaii, yeah. After well, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I just pulled this up randomly, but somebody sent me this is link, Tasmania, and I don't, I can't verify right now if that little satellite blip is, hang on, I'm going to mute this guy talking right now. Uh, Tasmania. Apologize for that. Tasmania. Tasmania. So, yeah, hang on. Let me... Uh, so, the Aerospace Corporation says the absence of new data sets could indicate that Long March 5B re-entered already. This fits both our own latest predictions, uncertainty range, and space track org predictions. Without confirmed video footage, a decay message, uh, or new data set, we cannot yet confirm. We're still watching. So... I guess yeah, that's what we're kind of like. We're kind of in this like neutral territory. Who's, like we don't. Who's picking up the space junk? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think anyone's. Is China? Is anybody out there with the big net? No, no, nobody's. Nobody's out there Do with a the net. Like, 
own the like property once it like crashes back down, or do you no? Like, it's keep that? there's a there's a um, law of the ocean. It's, it's considered free, or whoever can salvage, even if it doesn't land in the ocean. Now, of course, if they show up on a boat with big guns, they might <laughs> persuade you to give it back to them. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. But I don't think China's ever been the type of people to like force their way on things. <laughs> They're very kind and understanding yes, people. They they might they might get their way though. They're very persuasive. <laughs> so well yeah, so just to give people another like little like scope of what this even looks like, um, let's go back to the screen right here. Or we can show what people. are we looking up here, Officer K? We're looking up um, an amateur video of somebody who saw this. Can I make a remark while he's going through the data? Data is this is a cyberpunk sideline. When uh, you look at Blade Runner, they're going to Mars, right? And we're we're on the verge of having some sort of like androidic AI or at least a very rough, crude version of it. Isn't that kind of weird to you how science fiction and the real world are, are meshing? Like, off-world was the thing. Oh, yeah, it's like... In I, cyberpunk. I think it's always been crazy, like, when you look back at, like, science fiction and stuff and see how, like, accurately they were predicting things. I don't remember, like, the book, but there was, like, a book written way before, like, uh, like, I can't think of the word like automatic clocks like back when they were all hand clocks mm -hmm. and they like had predicted like what it looks like it's and like everything an analog like that. and that's just like to us that it's like oh well obviously they're gonna just do numbers and stuff but back then that's like mind-blowing stuff that mm -hmm. you would just be able to like light something up like that to show what time it is like Go ahead. Well, yeah, I was going to say there's some people that argue that, like, NASA's, like, first um, computers, you know, that to ever, like, basically navigate and pilot the Apollo. Like, some, I, I was, like, watching this documentary one time about this guy who was a big appreciator of, like, old computer technology. And he was basically arguing that, like, you know, Neil Armstrong and, like, the astronauts that, like, first, like, went to the moon, like, everyone gives them so much credit for, you know, the human experience of, of like, going on the moon. Mm -hmm. But nobody ever gives credit to the computers that were basically able to make that possible i mean people do give it credit their time's coming their time's coming <laughs> they're gonna it'll be a new social movement people will be in the street protesting uh you know computer lives mattered cyber americans <laughs> so, hey aug augmented lives will matter yeah that, that's what i'm about yeah. officer k told me that idea off, off camera a minute ago so if you're mad <laughs> go at him <laughs> it was a couple days blow him up in that the was, comments that was like a couple weeks ago i feel like we, we were talking about that yeah, I uh, think I think uh, robot rights are going to be an issue. So, yeah, I I don't know what kind of form that's going to take, but you know, I think it'll probably be a good distraction from some of our other problems that we're experiencing mm -hmm. today. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to show you guys this uh, this uh, amateur like video that somebody took of the um, Long March, and for some reason it it's I think it's like an abbreviated name here. It says CZ5B, but it's the same thing. So it's communist something something five B. <laughs> Communist Zoomer. Zoomer. <laughs> Don't project. Five, five bitches. <laughs> 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 Wait, I don't even know if this video... Can, hang on, I'm going to enhance it. Enhance. That's such so Star Trek of you. What the freaking heck? Okay, I'm just going to zoom in on the actual page here. Quality video. 
Do you want to undo oh, the sound? Oh, is it that little like light in the sky? Oh, we don't we don't need sound. Yeah, it's like it, it, it oh, it's the debris burning up. It kind of looked like it was it was the video buffering, didn't it? Yeah, I thought we were just watching a. This is video. like every UFO caught on tape I've seen looks just like this. So it makes me think that all those have been space debris. Maybe, yeah. I mean, like it, it that that is something to be said. Like with with the amount of like UFO sightings, you know, supposedly that are just continuing to climb and climb, and mm-hmm. you know. We we just have so many. I mean, like SpaceX just launched like sixty uh, of its Starlink satellites into orbit. I actually have a video of that. Uh, you think there's anything to the rumor that I'm making up right now about that uh, SpaceX's Falcon rocket? They're 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 playing for the you know, like the Millennium Falcon in the future. That's like the naming thing. Okay, they're, going they're just for. gonna like gradually build up. It's just like one day you'll wake up and like, oh, SpaceX has a Millennium Falcon, and it'll just make sense because they've had all these other mm-hmm. aviary bird names, and they built it to do the castle in nine sec or whatever it was, whatever oh, the reference nine is. Parsecs. Nine parsecs. Elon will be like troll. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, there's even like, I mean, people, you know, have like space conspiracies like all the time, like. There's one of the planets in our solar system has a moon that look looks like the Death Star. Like, hang on, I can't even remember which planet it is, but if I just type in the moon that looks like Death Star, it'll come up. <laughs> but uh, I mean, like, I think it's it might it might be one of Jupiter's or seems legit to me. Mimas, that's what it is. And Mimas, how accurate? How accurate? Yeah, it's the Mimas. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so who? What what planet's moon is this? Does it say? Am I missing it here? Oh, it's Saturn? One of Saturn's moons? Okay. I, 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 I just kind of think that uh, George Lucas ripped this off for the Death Star. Do you think yeah. he knew about this moon? Well, it said it was discovered in 1780-something, so yeah, I do. Oh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, George Lucas just entirely, like, ripped this moon. But, I mean, like, I can't, you know... Yeah, there's no denying I can't. I can't fault him for it. But it's a pretty cool moon. It's also not, like, the only thing he's ripped off before, so... Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, he's, totally. A, he's a scumbag. <laughs> he's, what 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 a scumbag for making <laughs> such a ripoff franchise, technology, sci-fi. Hey, sure. Derivative nonsense. We locked the door behind you. But um, but yeah, I think uh. Yeah, stormtroopers were from Germany, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I <laughs> That's just a th- complete ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, you're you're not wrong. He couldn't come up with his own villain. <laughs> Wait, whose villain was that? It was histories. It's your dad. <laughs> yeah, but so 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 what are we thinking about this uh Chinese space debris? Do we think it's like already in the ocean? Or, or do you think So what's like the rocket for? This isn't a failed satellite that's just coming from orbit. This no. is a rocket, it's a booster or what is this? Yeah, so know? so that's something that we didn't uh quite uh articulate at the beginning, but essentially the reason why this is even happening is cuz this um this booster basically is like wasn't meant to be um, like put like back into orbit uh-huh. like it accidentally happened and they didn't have any maneuver essentially to get it back on track and so that's essentially so, the so there's a failure but this also isn't the first time that like China has had issues with like re-entry this is like the third no. or fourth right it's like I don't know at some point you should probably address that in your meetings oh. <laughs> Well, I mean, it makes for good internet, right? So there's that. Yeah, it looks like... Uh, they can't contribute anything to the meme realm, at I'm least get- on purpose, so they have to do... 
I'm getting word that other things. It looks like it's confirmed that it is down. Breaking news. Yep. Did it fall to Perth? Um, I don't. Let's see. It's saying after zero uh, three hundred UTC. So, like, what is that? Like, I'm bad at universal time code, maybe. Yeah, or I'm, I'm really bad at uh, translating that that time. That might be an atomic clock measurement metric. Oh, that would make sense. I just want to confirm this account. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. It just says mother of all launches, Space Geek. All tweets and retweets are my personal opinion and does not reflect the thoughts of my employer. Okay. So well, 100% reliable. 100%, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just well, it would be if they had a blue check verification. Then we wouldn't have to worry at all. You wouldn't even have well, to question it. He, he edits. Don't space. ever question yeah. a blue check verification. Twitter knows. Twitter he, knows. Go back to sleep, America. <laughs> he edited he edited space track that. You almost sound like you mean that. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm starting to believe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. I guess we'll have to we'll have to wait for the reports tomorrow, but So okay, do we want to talk about Elon in uh New York at I, SNL or is this for later? No, yeah, we can Are we doing two segments? Right into it. Yeah, let's just go right into it and okay. then and then I think um we can kind of chop it, you know. So what do you think? Um, it's interesting to me. <clears throat> let's compare and contrast. Like, okay, Elon's got all these ambitions outside of space, right? Mm-hmm. And it's super mega smart with him not putting all his eggs into the space basket, but using his space basket to put eggs in other areas like Tesla. Right. Um, Solar City, you know, the technology you can get from a space program and how that that benefited America a lot. So he's doing that on a smaller level with his other industries. What do you guys think about that? Well, I, th- I think it's like really interesting how he's kind of using his own um, like sort of like memeage level like persona to kind of mm-hmm. get backing for any product or project he wants. So like excellent he, point. He doesn't traditionally seem like someone that would be on SNL, but when he does that, other people are going to now look into the projects that he has done to provide more funding. So it's kind of like using social currency to outweigh like actual monetary currency. Let's do it. I think Oh, go ahead. I, I was going to say just uh, before we get into that next one, um, I think he just kind of appeals uh, to a new um, level of understanding. Maybe even some old capital capitalists were too stubborn to like think about before. And I think that he blends kind of a hard argument for like some like oil barons and stuff like that who don't want to like part with like or Microsoft barons or Microsoft barons for that matter. Yeah. Like who don't want to like part ways with like the past and things like that. But I think he makes pretty like, um, like undeniable arguments for certain things, you know, like, you know, like his, how, how he's just completely not, he, he, he states he's not anti anti hydrocarbon, but he's just real, like a realist about it. And it's like, it's a limited resource. We know this, it's going to be gone one day. So, you know, he's kind of like pointing towards realism to try and get like other like types of like capitalist thinkers to like think outside the box and be like, maybe this whole green thing isn't just for the sake of being green. Maybe it's just right. It's just a different path that we're headed down. That's awesome. Okay. So I'm going to make a pitch here to everybody out there listening. If you haven't subscribed, please do us a favor. Be part of this conversation. Join us here at the meme ranch, hit subscribe, 
hit like, leave a comment, uh, leave a rating on podcast apps. Uh, it, it would really help us and we want to grow our audience and we want to make a good connection with everybody out there. So please share this with your friends. That being said, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna just piggyback on that. Like, we really want to start doing more live shows once we hit one thousand subscribers. That'll make us able to go live on YouTube, and then we can start doing this kind of thing live with you guys. Because, like we just saw, you know, with this podcast, we were able to see that looks like this uh, Chinese debris landed in the ocean. You would have all seen that live. Now you're gonna see it in a playback. That's all good, but we want to, you know, start getting stuff to you like in the moment but you get it you get the take from the meme ranch go ahead yeah and then also we get more specific ideas of the content that you guys like and want to see because right now it's just kind of like throwing darts at a dartboard like we'll see where it well, we use meme science obviously that's fair yeah we, we're deep into the meme science when 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 they say in star wars by the way in case you didn't know this the force they're talking about memes that's the force yeah facts Facts. You can't deny it. So what I want to say is this is not simply a, a podcast platform for us here at the Meme Ranch. We do, uh, we curate and produce art shows around memes and around culture and technology and like really geeky stuff that's super cool. So the more people we get involved in this community, the quicker we can do things, the bigger we can make things. And I want to, I want to get into the situation where we can start giving art out to the, uh, to the to the group to the the people who participate yeah that'd be really really tight I'd, i mean i i think there's so much that we can do even with some of the exhibitions that some of you guys might have seen from a, our past meme ranch events so yeah definitely stick along for the ride because we're here to stay okay so let's let's contrast real quick two mega people on the planet right now that are both in tech bill gates uh-huh. elon musk you kind of brought this up a minute ago with like older thinking you know, like last century, let's just say. And then we have Elon, who's this century. That's weird. What do you guys, how would you compare and contrast? Like if they were to put Bill Gates on SNL tonight, how's that going to be different than what Elon's doing? Which we haven't seen the huh. show yet. I, I, like, There'd be a lot of vaccination there, jokes, There wouldn't right? be any awkward divorce jokes. Melinda wouldn't be t- tuning in. <laughs> They've both been divorced, so. Yeah. <laughs> I just think like I don't know anything about Bill Gates as a person. I know about like what he's done like through his jobs, how he's doing well financially. But like I, d- I bet you could describe his smile though, right? I mean, I see his smile whenever I'm looking at him. He's like, you know, got this weird, mm-hmm. over energetic smile. But he does have some relation to memes because mm-hmm. uh, there's a meme of, I want to say it was the first copy of like. Halo or Halo 2 mm-hmm. that like he personally passed out to the first customer and it's a big crazy picture around the internet. There's a meme of him dancing on stage and he's totally geeked out. I mean it looks like he just dropped some acid and couldn't handle it. Remember whenever he got pied in the face? Yep. I remember seeing that on the <laughs> news in France. <laughs> and you know what the weird thing is at the time I was like why are they doing that to Bill Gates? He's like the nicest guy. I'm kind of glad in hindsight that that <laughs> happened. <laughs> I mean, it, I'm like, how did they know? And I didn't. He had such a, such a serious reaction to that too. Like, and I, I don't even want to like, you know, make an assumption that I wouldn't like have like a shocked reaction if I got randomly pied in the face. Cause I probably would be a little bit just kind of taken aback. Like what just happened? <laughs> he looked, he looked really like, dude, if we could ever get traumatized, the, the guy that. who did that 
to do an interview here on the Meme Ranch. How uh, freaking epic. If you are that guy or you know that guy, reach out to us. We'll disguise, we'll disguise your voice. It's scary so nobody can tell what you're saying. You sound like one of those smokers. <laughs> <It's like> the <laughs> <little> Sorry. It's <laughs> the best I could do off the fly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That would be epic to bring to the audience. Oh, yeah. I can, I can, I can imagine there would, there would be... <laughs> I wonder, wonder if that guy got, got prosecuted for doing that. <laughs> oh, probably. Yeah. Is that like assault or like what is that? I think it's probably assault. I think it was cream. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it cream pie? Got creamed. <laughs> get, get cream gates. <laughs> cream gates. So it's, I think there, there's a super interesting contrast between these two men, right? One guy, is a, his, he's a true visionary, right? he didn't just steal the software from Steve jobs and put it on clones. Right. That's, there's a little bit visionary aspect to that. And then of course, Bill Gates had his famous moniker, which was a computer in every home on every desk. Like that's cited by gurus on how to have a vision for your, for your company to this day. But then you have somebody like Elon Musk who's like, yeah, I'm super interested in tech, but I understand memes and I'm going to go to space with them, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to use the the meme economy, and I think that's part of what he does. And mimetics to get attention to his products and his visions. Isn't that like the whole like idea of like the flamethrower he sold? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason for him to sell a flamethrower. He doesn't do that for a business. It's not related to anything. But every single person that sees that's like. <laughs> I need a flamethrower. You know, is it is it fair to say that, like, you know, in some ways it's like it didn't have to be even Elon Musk who was who would be the one to do it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I think that you could even, like, say, like, in an alternate timeline, like, whenever, like, like let's just pretend, like, Elon Musk was actually Bill Gates and, Be- and Bill Gates was actually Elon Musk. You know, like, the agents... I just blew my head up when you said that. Yeah, like, let's just pretend that, for, exa- <laughs> for example, like, if Bill Gates was, like, the younger billionaire in this case if he was a product of his time, mm-hmm. this, this meme generation, when mm-hmm. you maybe like say logically, he might be more prone to like gravitate towards that culture. Like maybe this is just like a sign that our culture is just being like more like aware of this. And like any billionaire could be like a meme, you know, Lord, you know, kind of, I think it does come from the fact that, uh, there's a, there's a unique aspect to Elon in that he's an African American in that, why are you laughing? <laughs> Am I not supposed to say it's this? Not, no, it's not. It's not. Shh, don't, don't. You're not. You're not. Don't, you're, don't acknowledge. You're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> don't acknowledge. He's from South Africa. He's he's an African American in that he came from the continent of Africa to America and now is an American. And <clears throat> I think that that has to that has to give you some sort of like uh, broadened world perspective, right? Bill Gates grew up in Seattle, was around money and privilege and just that's his world and it's comfortable bill gates is about i mean uh elon musk was about going out there and like going to a new world literally and just seeing what we can do and that's mm-hmm. that's he's just taken that a couple steps beyond leaving africa coming to canada and coming to the u.s yeah i mean definitely probably a better example of like living an american dream uh, like just objectively definitely. yeah because that's kind of like the whole like immigrant story. So, if, but uh, didn't his like parents have money? Yeah, Elon's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, 
They did and they didn't. I think they made it and lost it and made it and lost it. So he was around entrepreneur. Can somebody help me out with that? Entrepreneurship. Yes. Uh, Big biz. He was into that from a young. I think that's just part of his makeup, though. He's always been like about achieving stuff and money is a way to achieve stuff. Not just, uh, you know, enforce your will (laughs) over populations of the world. Yeah, like. I'd I'd rather get into it on a different podcast about how he got like into like his like mining uh, business because I'm because I'm actually still pretty ignorant about like how that all came about anyways and I wouldn't even want to touch on it. What about from the aspect of Gen X? Think about the Gen Xers who have gone on to do things in this world. Uh, he's one of them. Yeah, um, I guess you could include Jeff Bezos. He's kind of on the older spectrum of that, and then they're obviously Sergey Brin and Larry Page. What are we considering, like, Gen X? Uh, I think if you... I consider it 1970 and beyond, but I think it's maybe online is like 1960... and beyond? Yeah, but I think, I think it goes 1965, depending on who you ask. But that would include Bezos, if that's true. But they've gone on to do these tech companies. Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg's 84. Oh, he is Oddly 84. enough, oh, wow. right? That is weird. <laughs> so that's what? Why? What is that? Yeah, I think so. So that 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 would mean that um, um, Jack Dorsey. I don't remember how old he is. I can look it up real quick. Um, wait, is Y? Where does Y fall in relationship to millennials? Before, before. So X Y millennials. And then Z Zoomers. Zoomers. You guys are Zoomers. Yeah, because uh, I I feel like the seventy six. Gener- he's an Xer. Yeah, I, I was gonna Why say so like I knew I knew too. I knew I knew Jack Dorsey was a little bit older because like he looks young, but he but he's actually older than he he's looks. He's about my age. I, actually Larry Page and um, <clears throat> uh, Sergey are my age. So is Elon. I think we're all the same age. I think they're all born in 1970. Huh. Huh. Interesting. It's weird. It's weird that Zuckerberg is. I guess Elon's really the only younger. cool one out of all those geeks. He is the only we're using interesting cool one. Very loosely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are using it pretty loosely. Uh, speaking of like, well, I don't want to like, yeah, over glorify anybody here. Well, we can, we can, we can, we can, no, we can test this right now because there was a clip of <coughs> he is on SNL tonight. He is on SNL as an outside figure too. That's even cooler, right? Yeah, like this he's not, is he's not there as a Kool Aid drinker. <coughs> you know, this was this was kind of like my uh, only. I mean, I, I, this might be the only SNL clip that they put out before tonight's debut. But the this bank robbers. Do you think he chose like what he wore, or they like chose that for him? I'm Probably only, it was a fight. I'm only gonna play like ten seconds of this because I don't want to get flagged. But hi, I'm Elon Musk, and I'm hosting SNL this week with musical guest Miley Cyrus. And I'm a wild card to this. No telling what I might do. Same here. <laughs> no thanks. Let's talk to the Miley Cyrus is not a wild card compared to him. Come on, where's your Tesla floating in space, Miley? I just like like she him. did w- weird eye makeup. I don't know what it was. Maybe just like him, like saying like, and I'm a wild card. You know, I, 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 they gave him that line. Yeah. They just fed him that. Like, cause like you're telling me he <laughs> didn't come up with all the creative bits he did in the no. show. No, I no. mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't mean, I mean, don't believe you. I don't mean to be like, <laughs> we'll so, see, we'll see what happens. So, so crass about that. But like, I don't know what it is, but like, I feel like he, he, because, because there was so much like build up to this and there was like so much like, you know, Oh, like all those like news articles were kind of pouring out in the weeks before this saying like, Oh, that all the SNL cast like can't stand Elon Musk and stuff like mm-hmm. that. 
it just feels so like campy like it feels like it's you know like the media is like writing it stuff what's with the feed- yeah, I, feedback is that from? i don't know what that's from but i was gonna say if he delivered that line with the zipper open that would be classic yeah maybe we can it's gone it's gone now kind of good Kind of, sound, kind of sounds like a rocket's going. <laughs> what do you think, though? What See the shot. If he had a zipper like wide open, <laughs> yeah, that would have been wild card move right there. That that, that would have been great. Wait, go back to that, Mikey. Yeah, this one. Or done this like behind Miley, <laughs> do the like rabbit ears. Yeah, it's really cringe. Yeah. It's <laughs> Why is Miley Cyrus wearing emo? <laughs> she looks it's like she's wearing she dresses emo. like that, but she still talks like super Tennessee. She looks like a, she looks like a Muppet. That's what I'm saying. She looks like emo, yeah. the Muppet. Emo Elmo. Or, yeah, Elmo. Oh. That's what <laughs> I, I call him it, emo. When you were when you were when you were saying that's how I roll. Yeah, when you were saying emo, I thought you were just like saying like she's dressing emo. Like no, <laughs> like all all meme, at the meme ranch is emo. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, see, I I don't even know like what to what to say about tonight. So I mean, like, do you think he's the only thing that would like really entertain me? And it seems like you know it's a you know campy thing to say but like if he really does prop doge tonight like can you imagine like, that's what everyone's waiting for right yeah but like he might not actually do that because it might be a little why wouldn't he what would the examiner say about that oh i don't know i mean uh, i mean what would news <clears throat> what would news say um i think news would probably write an article about how elon mentioned doge and, and how irresponsible it is, maybe? No, no, no. I'm, I know. I'm, 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 I'm speaking like just on the surface. Is like they would just say like him mentioning Doge, like they, they would like, be like okay, he mentioned it, and then they go and they look and see the price of Doge, and then they'd be like, oh, it went up within this time frame. That means he caused it to go up, and then they'd write like an article about it. Can't they mint as many Doge as they want? Mint it, you know, or or like a create, a mine it, mine it. Uh, I think, I think. I think uh, it, ha- it actually has a cap. Um, I heard it didn't from somebody who acted like they knew. Um, what do you I think? Because that, then it would be like the U.S. dollar. You just print. Well, Doesn't I mean. Doesn't like defeat the purpose of it? It's, it defeats the purpose of the value of money. So. Yeah. The value of value. Yeah. So Bitcoin, there, there, is, there is a cap on Bitcoin. I think there's like only like 21 million or something like that. Like, let's just look at it for a simple, a very visual test here. If there was a, one Mona Lisa in the world, right? Great, that's got to be worth something. But if there's as many as you want to make, well, that, but that's that's because Mona Lisa is like non fungible, you know. Yeah, like, that's like the basis of like NFTs, right? Yeah, that's my point. Is like the more you put it out there, the less it's actually going to be valued in in, in the physical, like the real sense, like ownership sense. Interesting. So it looks like the circulating supply. I guess according this is just according to Wikipedia. So it could this could be slightly off but just you know maybe like in a ballpark range there's 127 billion possible dogecoin tangible dogecoins out there and then there's 113 that have been mined already okay um, wait that's just according to like so a there Wikipedia is a cap page. no yeah there's a cap because i think that, that that's kind of like what don't believe what you hear on the internet then guys well yeah but like you know i i understand where you're kind of coming from with that because a lot of people have that kind of uh, thought about um, Bitcoin it's like okay like you're really just going to put a cap on this you know like you know like it's like from like a marketing standpoint it's like 
some people might question the logic behind that, but then some people might say like, well, actually it is pretty genius because you're making it like a limited resource. And, you know, it's like, it's gotta be, it's gotta be, you know, or else what's the point. And, but also like people say like, okay, well let's just say potentially everyone or like, or not everyone, but all the Bitcoins out there, all of them somehow got um, collected by everyone and everyone's just holding it. And like, they're all like refusing to sell it. They're just holding it. Obviously, that's not going to happen because there's always going to be like more going back and forth. Or they lost them. Or they lost them. Yeah, that's like some guy had ten or a hundred or whatever, and he can't he can't find the access code. Yeah, no, I mean you're lost. That's that's that, that that that's another possibility. So then you could be like, okay, well we're going to make Bitcoin two or something like that. You know, like because like we got, we we have in my knowledge is limited on this, but there is like an Ethereum two coming out, mm-hmm. and so right now it's like if you're a, an Ethereum holder you can opt in to stake your Ethereum, which is basically kind of like locking it and keeping you from being able to make trades or conversions with it. Mm-hmm. And it allows you to earn like a 6% like, or up to 6% interest on that. That's better than US dollar. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean like, I I mean, honestly- stake, I don't know what the, the, the resting value if you're, is. If you're in Ethereum for the long haul and um, you're not like really in any sort of rush to like, you know, trade it and exchange it for cash or something, then, you know, stake it. Some people, that, some people do it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not giving like financial advice, but I've just heard that if you're a long term holder of Ethereum then staking well, is an option. When we're done with this later, tell me downstairs in the Ferrari, what you really think. So. <laughs> hey, I want to get your bro, advice. Bro, I just jailbroke my Tesla. Like, you know, I go check it, <laughs> take it for a ride. So I, I don't know enough about crypto, but I do think that because of the blockchain, they know, Okay, there's so many, right? So they actually know what number one was, and they know what number what whatever the last one's going to be, right? So you could actually own the first Bitcoin, and they would they, you could show it was the first. Does that make it like worth that, more? That's my that question. Like, that's my question. Is the first Bitcoin worth more than a normal Bitcoin? I think Bitcoin? like inherently, like it's worth like the same amount because like that is it it's value like fungible? Is it it's, fu- it's it's because it's fungible. It's not worth any more value than the only reason why you don't think somebody out there is willing to pay like two Bitcoins to get the, well, the first one. Okay, well, I guess in the same way that like people would pay money for like a really antique dollar. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I just wonder if that's a thing. I think I think that is an interesting thing, and I'm I'm not I'm not even that's that that's such a complex or nuanced like question. I'm not a even deep thinker. I'm not even able to like answer. I th- I think I'd rather just say I don't know on that one. But I'm, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna I, look it up for future reference. I am inclined to think though that like that might complicate the system and. Yeah, because then it like turns the whole system into this like time-based system where certain money is worth more money than other was money, and then like it's a whole like looping factor of like how many times has this been traded to other people, and does that affect the price? And like, but that's essentially just what an NFT is, and that's why I think it's kind of hard because it's like you could do that, but like you would basically be you would be scouring the blockchain like searching for connections like here to, to point a point like you, you'd be basically trying to backtrack like the change logs of like these 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 transactions and it's like i don't even really understand what happens like whenever you decide to sell off some of your crypto like does it just go back into this like pool of like stasis so like, i was told in real life that the chinese 
with their crypto that they're going to be issuing, now this is a rumor, is going to have uh, a time code on it. So you have so long to spend the money. Hmm. That's uh, really scary if you think about it because a lot of people. It's like a coupon. They, it's like <laughs> you a coupon. can't cu- like save. Exactly. You, so you have con- complete control over how behavior is, is, well, how is conducted financially. Uh, it's very hard to invest. Like if you have money you've earned and you have an idea, you might need to hang on to that money for a while in order to spend it later to execute a new idea to make more money. Yeah, I, I don't really see like a reason in like why China would do something unless they like feel like their like money just isn't flowing through their system and people are really holding on to it. It's a control mechanism. But if that's the case, you already have problems that need to be addressed because why are people having to hold on to money in these types of ways? You can look at it from like, uh, do you want to rent a home or own it standpoint? Do you want to own your money or do you want to rent your money? Do you want to live month to month for your next paycheck? Because that's money with a a timestamp on it. It's like that. It's like you have so long to to do this and then you have to get a new, you have to start over. You can never really get solvent. I feel like it would also like almost create this like underground barter level where at the end of like your time period, you're going to want to spend all the money so you don't lose it. So then you're just buying different things that you know have value so that you can then use those to get what you need in the future. Or maybe people just devolve into like not caring and just become very frivolous with the money because it doesn't have any value. So you live for the moment. That's why some uh, Bitcoin, especially like I'm talking not other cryptocurrencies, I'm talking just like exclusive Bitcoin traders that are just diamond hands all the way in on it i've i've been in some clubhouse groups with some some of those types and uh if you get like if you talk to some serious ones who are like very like philosophical and like Mm -hmm. you know like talk about like all the future implications and like be like you know like basically they view bitcoin as like this monolith that's like coming and can't be stopped and stuff like that they they have this attitude of like leverage everything like leverage everything to you, own Bitcoin right leverage now. everything you you have to own Bitcoin right now and it's Max Kaiser's that way yeah and I think I think that's I think I think that's honestly a dangerous way dangerous way <laughs> of playing the game at this point it is maybe if you did it 10 years ago you would already be making your money yeah if you did it 10 years ago that's a completely different story but the people today are just you know they are the, the people t- saying that today either did it themselves and they're just like living like you know they're they're imposing the situation then on the situation now and they're just kind of trying to get people to buy and look like, at it like a bar scene right yeah so like there's a there's a, a bar down the street with a uh, hundred hot women that are just ready to go right and uh-huh. you're like okay I gotta get there but you get there a little bit late and you show up and there's like 99 chads and then like a hundred guys like you <laughs> <laughs> How's that gonna work out? You're 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 <laughs> you're late to the game, right? right? Late to the game. Yeah, that's how everyone feels about Doge right now. Who didn't buy in when it was six cents or, b- or below? <laughs> so this might be like an ignorant question, but doesn't the idea of like creating like new cryptocurrencies and all these different currencies inherently like devalue other cryptocurrencies? Um, no, I mean, there's other money in the world besides the U S dollar, but there, 
it, it, I think there's just economies. I think I think um, I think some people would like that though. Yeah, I think I think it, it, it if anything it prevents um, like because the the concept of of cryptocurrency is to be decentralized finance that if in a in a, in a decentralized system well there's both there's both ver- there's one where it's very controlled and one where it's decentralized well what do you mean about the controlled one well like china's would be very controlled it's not decentralized at all it's controlled but well I, bitcoin I in theory is decentralized well yeah i mean like i guess if you're talking about like a cryptocurrency that like was is um but 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 even still, it's like it's uh, that that's a that's a that's a question actually on, on that one because like think about people people who buy Bitcoin or Ethereum in China, or any other type of Ethereum coin in China, it's all still on like the global blockchain and stuff like that. So it's like if anything, like the the blockchain is a bypass to like CCP like you know um, regulation or until you know we start to see perhaps governments like find ways to truly like regulate this kind of it is but when they can start monetizing social behavior then it's pretty much a mute point you're gonna do what they say you're you're gonna yeah i mean if the sec like comes in and they're like basically like this no longer has any value we're we're seizing it (laughs) and then it's about to get really freaking cyberpunk out there guys yeah i mean i think i think uh mikey to answer your your question i think the reason why is because the crypto market could be seen almost as like a constant like runaway train from like um institutionally like backed like finance so it's like the more mainstream types of currency have a higher risk of facing like regulation in the future so there's always going to be people sort of running towards more obscure coins that are potentially like less regulatable i think that's a good point i i think there will be some the advent of some more obscure in the beginning options like i'm talking about options that aren't available on coinbase because i think no, no, yeah yeah especially if they're backed by elon or whoever i mean binance binance and coinbase are the are the are the are the two top uh sort of brokerage you know like uh firms for trading and buying and um and i think you're gonna you're gonna see so many different you know avenues people have already been using for you know 10 years to do illicit crazy things on the dark net, you know, with these types of transactions. I think that, you know, if I think, I, th- I think it's going to become like less of a chase of like, you know, like criminal activity and more just a chase of like people who want to just have their assets and their value of their assets, like as far away from like regulation for whatever reason. Um, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that has to be criminal. I think that just has to. Uh, I think, I think you have to have oh, people hide their money all, all, all the time for all kinds of reasons. I, d- I, I, d- I just think you probably have to like have like a firm belief that it's like this is more secure, right. Yes. Than, uh, than, than what I think my current government's dollar is. If or something. you're interested in in building wealth or building a business or something like that, building value in in the world you want something that's value is going to be there. So that's really ultimately, that's why people invest in the, in the American way, the American way mm-hmm. above everything is it's stable. It's got a history and there's a future vision. Mm-hmm. Have, have you ever, uh, have, have you seen a uh, Brad Trammell's like pyramid diagram of like, this is like, the, this is like the actual like Egyptian pyramid and like the way that it's like structured and like laid out. Maybe I can pull up a picture of it, but essentially not, 
he 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 sort of like draws like the outside like sections of the pyramid as like the like crypto. You think we can get Austin that to ch- to chunk this up for us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I think I think we could do Perfect. that. Oh, because we've covered like a, a bunch of different things that. My, Mikey, you can go back to our could be subjects. Shots for a second. I'm I'm actually just looking up some stuff. Um, so Brad Trammell, the artist who fa- fancies himself as a post-internet artist. He, yeah, he, 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 he laid out a diagram, uh, that was like talking about how like NFTs are like at the core of the pyramid and then surrounding the pyramid is like, um, uh, essentially like, that's it right there. Isn't it down there? Where is it? Is it the video where he's talking this one or the, uh, no, this one, was it that? No, I, I, I I think it might've, it might've actually been just posted on his story to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's okay though. It might uh, have gotten screenshot somewhere. Yeah, but essentially, um, you didn't send it to me, did you? Ba- basically, what the what the diagram is just trying to like uh, visualize is that like, sort of like the outer frameworks of like the NFT market are all sort of like pulled uh, by the by the strings attached to the to the to, to the crypto framework, and so everything is sort of like you know like in. In in a sort of sense, I think it's a critique on how people who are into NFTs, like the vast majority, it's like this like cloud of like finance that's sort of like overshadowing like the actual art, like like artistic value. And so like the art is like at the core. It's just clout value at that point. It's just clout, yeah. But like like art is it art is it, is it, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it at the core, but it's actually not what's being shown off. It's like the value it that's that's being art's the original meme and it's also the original nft when mm-hmm. you look, look at it from a financial or evaluation uh exchange mm-hmm. is that you know a picasso has inherent value there's only so many you can own it without people knowing about it it goes up and you sell it mm-hmm. and you may not ever have to look at the damn thing mm-hmm. it's in a closet but it still increases in value because it says Picasso. Or it could also be in like a museum in the same way that you can view right. other people's NFTs and things online, but that doesn't mean that you own it. Right. Right. So this this whole debate to me is a little bit I get it because it's just a new technology, new way of looking at it, but it's the same old story. I'm curious uh let's see it's 10:30 right now. Does that mean mm you think SNL is on? 10.30 meme ranch time, it should be on. Yeah, we're logged in, but I don't, I don't, I don't think we can see it. So we Somebody's got to have like a pirate version. Yeah, who knows? I'm curious though, if I refresh the page again, will it? Yeah, his body language is so mechanical. I think that's robot Elon. Let's go to episodes. Let's see if it's on right now. No. No, that's from last month oh wait there's the live right there maybe we can watch you it probably live. have to subscribe no but we're logged into your uverse so it might actually work but I, i'm afraid if we blast snl right now we're gonna get we could do it without <laughs> volume i think let's see interesting maybe there's like a large amount of traffic trying to watch this starlink's handling it right yeah, Starlink should Starlink should be. Come on, bro. <laughs> bro, Starlink's like running this whole ship. 
Did I tell you I watched uh, this excellent video called Tribes People watch, watch and react to uh, Bob Ross? No. What I, people? Wait, tribal people. Oh, tribal people. I think they're a pa- Pakistani. That sounds awesome. It was pretty entertaining. They liked his work. They really liked his work. Interesting. Was it like on YouTube? Yes, YouTube. Uh, it's a whole series of tribal people reacting to like different stuff. But they had a Bob Ross episode that was excellent. That actually sounds really fun to watch. And they remarked about things that you take for granted because it's a different culture, so they're seeing everything, right? That could be an NFT. <laughs> they were talking about how he talked, talking about his hair, um, how he dressed. And the guy, one of the guys is like, oh, he lists everything. He says, this is a very VIP gentleman, <laughs> which I thought was an amazing. That's such a compliment. I know, an amazing uh, observation. That is that is a very that's like, it right nice there. Compliment. That's what I want. <laughs> it was so good. Oh wow, this was like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Let's watch this. So they're like, we're gonna give you some cake if you sit down and watch this video and remark on it. This guy right here, every time he finishes a sentence, he's like, bro. And it made me think they were just doing that in translation, but maybe he talks like that. <laughs> we got to listen to like the last word he says, see if we can like, figure True. out what bro is. True. You're paying attention. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Wait, so is he saying he's seen... Oh, uh, he's saying he's seen people do paintings on the sides of buildings in these small villages. Oh, okay. It's their frame of reference for art. Yeah, because they probably have like no understanding of like what we consider art and like. Well, they they introduce yeah they introduce Bob Ross as a TV American TV artist. So I mean, that's fair though. Yeah, he's an American icon, American treasure. He's got to be the most famous artist. Uh, I think Bob Ross. He has to be up there. And I feel like he just, like, this shows that he just transcends cultures. Like, everybody likes him. Exactly. And that's a point they made because their point was that he's creating things from his head, which I don't know that that was the case, but it's landscapes. Everyone's seen landscapes in their life, Mm -hmm. they're familiar with it. And it's not like they had to interpret anything cultural. It was, oh, it's a tree. And then as he did the ocean, like the lake <laughs> around the tree, he's like, oh, bug, he's, bug Russ. He's like, oh, he's really messing this tr- this up. You know, that's a big mistake, bro. And then it's like, he saw it progress, and he's like, oh wow, he he did a great job. So they could understand what they were watching. It was very. Like, if you're somebody interested in art, learn from Bob Ross, because he's the original, like pop artist, I guess. More so than Andy Warhol. You're just getting like a dead stare from all these guys as they're as he's explaining Bob Ross. They're just like, okay. Is there no sound during this part? No, I turned the sound off. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, this is like just crazy that like it just shows how much of a There's good Bob artist Ross. he really was. Because I think a lot of people like down try to downplay like how good of an artist he was. Just like that he was just this American TV person Mm -hmm. and he's only famous because of that. But 
like Magic the Gathering, they used some of his art for cards in the last year because mm-hmm. it's just that good. And I, I didn't know that. I feel like, yeah, this represents fantasy world as real as the real world. Boy, you know, there's so many good reasons why he should be considered important. He's just fast. He's fast and, like, precise. Believe me, out of all the crap you see coming out of the art and institutional world, you know, Bob Ross is as good as any of that stuff and better, in my opinion. You're well, right. It does It does represent a, a level of fantasy. I think that's great. He's, a, great he's, a, he, he's almost like a Johnny Appleseed of, like, art technique and, like, art philosophy. It's like, you know, it's... You know, he he used the happy th- mistakes. Yeah, he used like the the television medium to reach a larger audience. But if he existed at a time when TV wasn't a thing, he probably would be just be like a traveler who just goes go to different cities and like show people how to paint in different villages. He was in the military. Think about how well he would do right now, like on TikTok and things like that. <laughs> I'm not sure if he would though. You I mean, think so? I think part of the the it's, we can go back to the NFT. I think part of the appeal is it was something from another time. There's a little bit of a nostalgia okay, quirkiness to it. You know, it's from before I was around, not me, but you know, it's why people see it. And I just don't know if it would have, I've thought about that. Do you think it would have the appeal if somebody were doing this live now or would it just be lost in the noise because it's just, I think it just Ow. all depends on like the person because I don't think inherently like it's Bob Ross's like art that is necessarily drawing people in all the time. Like his art's amazing. We've been talking about how amazing it is, well, but also him as a person and as a character really draws you in and makes you want right. to keep up with that stuff. Right. It's like it's like was um like was it was was ASMR a thing uh, whenever Bob Ross like was making his videos? Like I don't think ASMR was you know like it's popular youtube niche you know, you know what i'm talking about uh asmr is like kind of like a video um where it's like a relaxing kind of type of video where you're kind of listening to it and like the audio like causes you to have like tingles and it's kind of just like i don't know i mean <laughs> i feel like nowadays it would be very cynical and he would do it for those reasons i think that was just his approach to doing things yeah 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 but i think if they're like like you said would this be big now i feel like they would be like how can we put asmr in combination with an artist who's painting on an easel to get an audience of 10 million you know that that would be a formulaic way well it almost seems like you know like it it almost feels like you know like before the term asmr was even created like bob ross was kind of making it and maybe that's just you know me being naive but like you know a lot of you know of, of, of course was he the originator yeah was, was, was he the the meme architect i mean <laughs> there's got to be some connection right i don't know i'm sure someone out there knows like where asmr started like precisely. i have it pulled up do you want me to just look real quick yeah triggers background and history let's click on that it's a trigger okay what is that feedback? I don't Should know. Figure that out. I think it's over here. Hmm. Who knows? Oh, you know, it, maybe it could be that microphone that we're using on the TV too. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
boy, I'd have to like dive into this and do a deep dive, but just su- just sum it up if if if, if, um, if you can. Well, there's triggers. Uh, and I, I, I've, I've heard from some, some people that as you get older, like the ASMR triggers become like harder to stimulate. Okay. Do me just read what they have on Wikipedia? Yeah. It says background in history, ASMR, the contemporary history of ASMR began in October. Wow. So now 19th, 2007 on a discussion wow. forum for health related subjects. So yeah, he could totally be in the origins of this. Mm-hmm. On a website called Steady Steady Health. Is this like the first time that the term ASMR has been used or just like the first time? It just it says the contemporary history of ASMR, all caps, began October 19, 2007 on a discussion forum. And then th- there's more to it. Um, there's more details and more hyperlinks. And uh, just so we clarify, as ASMR is an uh, acronym for what exactly? Uh, A.S. All silly memes uh, re- resound. <laughs> Autonomous sensory meridian response. It's interesting. It was like in 2007. But, you know, it's so funny because when you type a in Supreme a- Meme Rules, that's what it stands for. You know, it's, ASMR. it's, it, it's so crazy how like institutionalized this uh, type of practice is now because when you type in ASMR on Google, it just automatically gives you like 25 plus ASMR artists. Um, just different women mostly. Um, there's a couple dudes who are just good at, I guess, doing ASMR. I think there was some probably other origin to this, you know, that that brought it to a formalized level because I think this has been a thing for a while. You know, I can I can already see like some ASMR. PBS like, is their whole can I, yeah. Let me just <laughs> their say whole something. approach is like that. Go ahead. Because 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 I can already see some ASMR know it all coming in here and like trying to like say like you know like like I get I get that I I think I think there is like a sort of like end goal. We with, invite that. Yeah, we yeah, want that. Yeah, yeah. You're you're inviting someone to really like have like a tingling like sensation like when <laughs> when they when they experience your ASMR art. Uh, so I don't. I feel like it's a line out of uh, Step Brothers where <laughs> I feel like lightning's touching the tip of my penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really. <laughs> <laughs> That's to the max. Screw off. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> lightning's touching the tip of this cucumber now. Mm-hmm. The, cu- the lightning rod. Cumber. So I, I like to say this again. Every opportunity I, I get, I repeat it. But Jeff Koons, the American sculptor, completely stole his spiel, his ASMR delivery from Bob Ross. Oh, you think? The good vibes, the uh, the, the the monotone voice, the happy mistakes, <laughs> philosophy of art, it's all there. Jeff Koons appropriated the ASMR Bob Ross thing. You know, I, 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 I've heard him speak, and, you know, I, I, other than that, I can, I can, I can see an association. Definitely. Not, but 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 you know him uh, more well than I do, so uh, it's just an empathetic uh, meme for me. It's just like <laughs> there's different levels. Yeah, <laughs> it's right there at the top. It's galactic. It's interstellar. And okay, well, I think you know we've talked about everything from space trash to ASMR tonight. I think this has been a podcast for the books. I want to say one more time to everyone out there: uh, please hit subscribe, leave a comment. Leave a like, uh, give us a follow, 
we are interested in building an audience with you guys out there. Uh, we are going to just do the best we can to like have a different voice and do some interesting things with memes and art here at the meme ranch. And we want you all to be a part of it. So please join in. Yeah. And tune in next time. We'll be doing some, some wacky business in the future. Uh, I'm thinking, uh, <laughs> <What the hell? laughs> I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh, this is a solo podcast. <laughs> 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 okay. No, I, <laughs> this is the outro, but no, we, we, I think I think we're gonna do. Should we should we spoil it, or should should we leave them hanging? Spoil it, man. I think we're just gonna be torturing our mouths. Pretty what? Soon. That <laughs> is all you get to know. That's all you get to <laughs> know. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Maybe Stay tuned. Meme ranch. <laughs>